This is the Warrior's Way podcast, episode 12, and I'm James Eek. I'll keep in mind that skill in the martial art requires constant training, maintenance, and mental discipline. I'll be mindful that the goals of this academy are to develop myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, using the fighting arts as a vehicle towards these goals. I will respect my instructors, my seniors, and juniors in this academy, and I'll remember to refrain from criticizing others, other martial arts schools, and other systems. I'll bear in mind that martial arts skills should be used with proper morality and discrimination. I'll keep in mind that though my body is subject to physical defeat, my mind and spirit should remain unconquerable. I'll remember that I represent this academy and its martial arts systems, and I'll conduct myself in a manner and speech with the highest character and morality, both inside and outside of this academy. So that is what we call the martial arts creed. And it comes to us from um, the real mecca of martial arts, which is the Inosano Academy down in Marina del Rey in Los Angeles, California. Um, If you don't know who Dan Inosanto is, well, first of all, you probably should stop this podcast and hop on that... uh, machine that gives you all the information that you get (laughs) and uh, find out just who he is and why he is probably um, without a doubt I think the greatest martial artist that has ever walked this planet Um, but we won't talk about that what we're going to do though is we're going to go over what uh he has hanging on the wall in his academy and it's something that he expects his students to follow and being an instructor under Gurdan, I consider it something that I expect my students to follow. Now, I know I've been going into, you know, some different parts of different books and things like that, um, but I think this is a little jaunt down a a path that we should probably talk about especially you know I've been training in the martial arts for about well a couple years shy of 40 years and as you can imagine the changes that I've seen in that time um, have been both awesome and some to be honest with you a little less than awesome um When I started in the martial arts, people treated the martial arts that they trained in much differently than they do nowadays. Um, More commonly, you hear of people talking about their training as their training or their workout or their sport. And the places where they train, I hear about them called... Um, things like their club or the gym. And that is a relatively new thing. I feel sometimes like I've been going through some kind of a martial arts midlife crisis. 
<laughs> where uh, things have changed so much that sometimes it's hard to get my head around it. Um, but I think if we take a look at this martial arts creed, I think it will not only serve as a good guide for all of us in our training, um, but it'll serve as a good guide for martial arts instructors out there um, who have schools. I think it will help you in how you live your life. I think it'll help you in how you run your business. I think it'll help you in just how to be a better person. So let's just go into it. So again, it's the, called the Martial Arts Creed. And the first part is, I will keep in mind that skill in the martial arts requires constant training, maintenance, and mental discipline. So when we're talking about skill, we're talking about the growth of a person. We're talking about um, gaining certain abilities. And to get these abilities, it requires constant training. Now, think about how you train. Maybe you train, well, let's just say you train three days a week. And when you train, you're training for, well, again, let's say an hour. So that's three hours. In a month, that's 12 hours. That is not a lot of hours when you really break it down. <laughs> um, you spend more time in any given week probably watching television. You spend more time sleeping. You spend more time at whatever job it is that you probably complain that you have to go to. <laughs> um, but martial arts requires constant training, maintenance, and mental discipline. Let me read that again. I will keep in mind, so I'll remember, that skill in the martial arts requires constant training, maintenance, and mental discipline. So like I have often said to some of my students, and I'm sure some of them think that I'm a little bit different. <laughs> um, or maybe they think I spent a little too much time as a combat arms officer in the army. Um, or maybe that I am kind of the last vestiges of the old school way of doing martial arts. I'm not really sure. But I kind of really live by this line. I see my martial arts as something that is constantly growing. I, even though I've been doing it for 40 years, almost, I don't think that I am there yet. I do not think that I have all the answers. When I hear of people that are, you know, far, far, far my junior in martial arts making comments about things, um, it really makes me wonder if I was ever like that, if I ever um, 
had a view that I knew everything because I most certainly do not. Um, like I say to my students, I will help you try to figure things out. And if I can't help you, then we will both get there together. And that's kind of the way I look at everything that I do. Um, I think that your martial arts is something that is something that you are creating every single day. And it requires effort and it requires constant pressure and it makes you need to educate yourself. Being someone who trains in the martial arts for any amount of time means not allowing there to be any ignorance in your life. You need to reach out and become smarter. Like I say to my students, all the time. I expect that not only are they training hard, but I expect them to be reading hard, <laughs> which sounds kind of bizarre, but it's not. I think that just as much as you need to work your physical muscles, you need to work your intellectual muscles as well. You need to become smarter. You should be reading you should be thinking, you should be educating yourself, you should be branching out into other things, you should be studying sciences, you should be making your vocabulary larger, you should be doing all of these things to become better. Because skill in the martial arts requires constant training, maintenance, and mental discipline. The easiest thing in life is to have none of that, to think that you don't need discipline, you're perfectly fine how you are and I am in as good shape as I am and I don't need to be any better. I do not need to go to the gym. I don't need to maintain my body. I don't need to eat healthy. I don't need to... <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Um, martial arts is learning to use our body to its optimum to understand what Bruce Lee meant by having no limitation as a limitation, to constantly push, and more than that, to always be a student. You can't sit on your laurels and expect yourself to get anywhere. Sure, you can give somebody some money and they'll give you a belt, but does that mean anything? It's what you do on those mats that matter. So let's just read that line one more time. I will keep in mind that skill in the martial arts requires constant training, maintenance, and mental discipline. You have to try to integrate these things. You have to understand that you need to get in and you need to train. You need to get off your couch. You need to stop making excuses. You need to stop believing your own hype. You need to stop listening to the drama in your life and you need to train and you have to be diligent with it and you have to not accept anything but work and it doesn't matter if you're 10 20 30 40 50 60 70 or 80 or 90 or 100 years old you need to do it there's no excuse if you are a martial artist you're in it and you do it and you have to be disciplined about it you have to be the first one in and the last one out. And that's important to understand. Constant training, and I would say constant maintenance, and constant 
mental discipline. Let's go on to the next line. I will be mindful that the goals of this academy are to develop myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually using the fighting arts as a vehicle towards these goals. The martial arts as a vehicle towards these goals. So you need to get in it. You need to ride it. You need to paddle that canoe. You need to drive that car. You need to pedal that bike. You need to use that vehicle, the martial arts. And it's an active thing. It's not a sit in the passenger seat thing. It's a, I am paddling up river in this canoe that is the martial arts. And I'm doing this because the goals of it are to develop myself, to develop myself physically, to develop myself mentally, to develop myself emotionally, to develop myself spiritually. And it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. You have to be constantly on it. You can't accept yourself as being done. You have to push. So when you ask yourself, have you developed yourself physically enough? The answer is probably no. Are you mentally stronger? Are you emotionally stronger? Are you spiritually stronger? And it is always going back to that first line again, that it requires constant, constant pressure. And you can't forget that. The martial arts is not about beating other people up. It is not about making yourself into some kind of superstar at the expense of others. It is not about being a head case. It is not about being weak. It is not being a bad person. It's about being better. All the time. I will respect my instructors, my seniors and juniors in this academy. I'll remember to refrain from criticizing others, other martial arts schools, and other systems. Respect is so key. And what you have to remember is that you will not progress in the martial arts until you understand what respect means and understand that you would have none of it if it wasn't for the people around you. The knowledge comes from your instructor and their instructor. Your getting better is by the inspiration of those around you, the seniors, them spending time with you, making you better. And the juniors are the ones that are coming up, looking up to you. So ask yourself next time that you're training, are you showing respect to your instructor? And I mean real respect, not just a surface kind of, hey, how's it going? It's important because the day will come when 
I believe all of us as martial artists look back and wonder where the heck you would be if it wasn't for your martial arts. And when you have that dawning revelation that you would be adrift and lost and done if it wasn't for everything that you have learned, you will understand how important it all was and how important those instructors were and how important your seniors were and how important it was that you had people under you that allowed you to help them. I'll remember to refrain from criticizing others, to refrain from criticizing martial arts schools, and to refrain from criticizing other systems. It is far too easy to fall into a hole where all you do is believe that you are the best, that you have all the answers and that everybody else around you is wrong. And I'll tell you that that is a load. You are not the best. Your school can always be better. Your system is a system. It is not perfect. And your school is not perfect. Does that mean that it is not worth having pride in? No, have pride in it. Does it mean that it's not worth bringing people in to try? No, by all means, bring people in because you will help them. But everybody has the right to follow their own path. And if somebody wants to train at Bob's school of (laughs) whatever, um, then they have that right. And maybe that is the right place for them. Maybe your school is the right place for you, but other people are where they need to be too. Understand that we're all, every single one of us on this planet, trying to figure things out. And yeah, there's a lot of answers out there if you look for them, if you're open-minded enough to find them, if you're willing to do the work to get it. But my truth may not be your truth. And I should never believe that my truth is the one and only truth because that is wrong. It's just simply wrong. That's not to say that there isn't inherently things that are wrong and immoral because there are i also believe that there are people out there who are wrong and who are perhaps even using the word evil but there's also people that are just misguided and there's also people that are simply doing their thing And there's other people who are doing their best. And instead of dragging other people down, you should build them up. You should help them. You should help them no differently than you would help the new people in your school. It's easy to criticize others. But what kind of a person would you rather be? The one who puts others down or the one who builds them up? The one who embraces everybody or shoots everybody down.
the one who tries to promote family and togetherness or the one that chooses to tear things down. And that goes for other people, other martial arts schools, other martial artists, other systems. Because you know what? I have trained in, let's see, I have trained in judo, I've trained in karate, I've trained in kabuto, I've trained in aikido, I've trained in some different western martial arts like boxing and wrestling and western kickboxing and muay thai and um, jeet kune do and kali and silat and arnis and eskrima and silat and jiu-jitsu and on and on and on and on. I've trained in a lot of things. And I do not believe that any one of those are necessarily the right thing for anybody other than for me. (laughs) I would never tell somebody that they should do this and not that. I would never tell somebody that this is better than that. I believe that there are some things that we should all have as a firm understanding of like for instance i believe that everybody needs jujitsu i also believe that we also need to have a weapon system i also believe we need to have a striking system and you see where i'm going it doesn't mean that you need to do martial art a or you need to train at this school or that school only i think you can learn something from everybody I think you can learn something from sitting in the woods and watching the wind blow through the trees. I think you can learn something from sitting on a beach. For me to tell you that you should never go to a beach because it is useless would be wrong because you will gain so much from going to a beach. And so too is it with the martial arts. Be open-minded and train and help people. I'll bear in mind that martial arts skills should be used with proper morality and discrimination. This is a big one. I mean, it's very easy to gain skills and want to use them to start off with. You can hurt people, and so you do it. And those are the people that are morally questionable. Um, It's far better to come to the understanding that when we train in the martial arts, number one, it's not about fighting. It's actually about helping others. And that the more you train, the more you realize how easy it is to hurt people. And you should be training and studying and exploring to find how to build people up instead of how to hurt them. Add into that that these things should be done with morality and with discrimination. That means that you always need to be trying to become better, that you have to be doing things to enhance the life around you. Like I say to my kids' class, how are you a good friend? What have you done for the world? What have you done for the animals in your life? What have you done for your parents and your teachers and those around you? 
And if we let that kind of grow, what we find is that we build our martial arts skill with proper morality and discrimination. I'll keep in mind that though my body is subject to physical defeat, my mind and spirit should remain unconquerable. You, as a human being, are capable of far more than you probably even realize. Think about all of those ancestors that you came from. Think about the fact that your genetics has been passed down from a people that survived some pretty terrible things. You've survived, you're here because people have survived famines and wars and terrible disasters, the Ice Age, all of the creatures that used to live in this planet that probably wanted us for dinner. When I see people that train and don't put what they have into their training, it's almost kind of sad because we are so full of potential. We are capable of doing so many things. We need to remember that we are unconquerable. We cannot be beaten. The body, that is subject to physical defeat. But your mind and your spirit should never give up. It should be the thing that is picking you up off the ground when your body is failing. This is very important. The last one, I will remember that I represent this academy and its martial arts systems, and I will conduct myself in a manner and speech with the highest character and morality inside and outside of this academy. Nowadays, it's far too easy to see so-called black belts or martial arts instructors who act like they are gangsters or partiers or something that they're not. Maybe they are, but when I say something that they're not, I mean something else. I mean that as a martial arts instructor, as someone who, is, who has the potential to inspire others, as someone who should be training with morality, who understand that they should be developing themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Someone who understands that martial arts requires constant training, maintenance, and mental discipline. You should be an exceptional person. You shouldn't be dropping the F-bomb all over Facebook or all over YouTube. You shouldn't be grandstanding. You shouldn't be acting like a fool. You represent all of those people who lived and died for the art that you have. And some of the systems out there literally had people who had to train in the cover of darkness so that you could have the art you have today in your nice, fancy 
school with its padded floor and nice equipment and lights. And then there you are acting like some kind of thug, like some kind of immature animal. What you should expect of yourself as being someone who's aspiring to be a master of your own life is nothing more and nothing less than the best of what a human being can be. And I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not. And it is a process that is ever going. When given the choice of being some kind of douchebag or being an inspiring, humble, polite, educated, strong, disciplined person, the answer should be pretty clear. And it's hard work, don't get me wrong. Being a better person is hard work. The easiest thing is to just be a hack, be a tourist, not care, talk yourself into believing your own hype, but be a better person. Remember that you represent all those people that came before you. Realize that you represent your martial art Realize that there are people out there who will look at you through the filter that is your training and they will expect something better from you. You spend all this time training in whatever, jujitsu? Well, you certainly don't act like it. And it's the same with anything else. If you had not the the martial arts are in any way, shape, or form a religion. But if you had a religious leader who you found out was a less than great person who was acting like they were, you know, some hopped up on caffeine kid of 10 years old, um, you wouldn't really think very well of them. You wouldn't think much of what they come from or what they stand for or anything else. And the same goes for all of us. It doesn't matter if it is a martial art. It doesn't matter if it is a business. We should look at the people who represent that and expect something. Expect them not necessarily to be perfect because we're all human. You're not going to be perfect. And if you expect your instructor to be perfect, well, you're in for some sad days because they aren't. They have flaws just like all of you. They have weaknesses just like the rest of us. And that simple fact that they are human and have all of those same insecurities and troubles that you have is actually why you always are there for them and support them and are kind to them and help them because I can guarantee that the instructor if, that you have, if they're any good, has gone through um, quite a few dark places to get to where they are. 
and to shine light into the darkness so you can see what is around you. So there you have it. This is the martial arts creed. I think that you can take these simple things and you can put them into your life and you can live a far better life. And I always encourage my students to really pay attention to this. It's on the wall of the Inosano Academy for very good reason. I know I've been following Guru Dan for as long as I have. You, you realize a few things is that the man doesn't do anything without thinking about it. And having that on his wall is there for a reason. So think about it. I'll read it one more time before we go. It's the martial arts creed. I will keep in mind that skill in the martial arts requires constant training, maintenance, and mental discipline. I'll be mindful that the goals of this academy are to, to develop myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually using the fighting arts as a vehicle towards these goals. I'll respect my instructors, seniors, and juniors in this academy. I'll remember to refrain from criticizing others, other martial arts schools, and systems. I'll bear in mind that martial arts skills should be used with proper morality and discrimination. I'll keep in mind that though my body is subject to physical defeat, my mind and spirit should remain unconquerable. And I'll remember that I represent this academy and its martial arts systems, and I'll conduct myself in a manner and speech with the highest character and morality inside and outside this academy. So there you go. Think about it. Make it part of why you train and how you train, but more importantly, how you live your life. Make this about how you do business. Make this about how you have a relationship with somebody else. Make this about how you can be a better person. Just take the martial arts out of it if you don't train. If you are a banker, think about this in terms of banking. If you're a baker, think about this in terms of your baking. Make your life better. And that's what this podcast is about. So anyways, I think that's where we'll tie it up for this podcast. As always... If you're enjoying this, please don't be afraid to let me know uh, about anything you might like me to talk about, any questions you might have, and those kinds of things. If you enjoy hearing the kinds of things that I talk about, um, please take a look at uh, picking up one of my books. I have a couple of written right now. You can find them on Amazon. Just put in my name, James Eek. And one, surprisingly enough, is <laughs> the name of this podcast, Warrior's Way. The other is A Wolf in the Woods. Um, and more importantly, remember that this podcast, it's, it's using the martial arts as the springboard to get to something else. Um, we're trying to be engaged. We're trying to think about our lives. We're trying to think about who we are and what we're doing and how we can be better. So with that, 
Get out there and train. Have some fun. Smile. Be good. Train hard and have some fun.